in case you missed it on Newsbreak. The Kings of Durban, the true and untold story of Durban's gangland by Tipa Pandey. Recently, social media has been abuzz with the talk of gangsterism and the underworld of Durban. Far from glamorizing the underbelly of the dark business of extortion, this is part one of the series on the Kings of Durban, a book written and researched by Deepak Pandey. In the book, Pandey unearths the history of notorious gangs like the Crimson League, the Salots and the indomitable Sheriff Khan. Before I was actually old enough to know about gangs, I actually grew up in one. Growing up in a neighborhood like Phoenix and Overport, Chatswood and Durban Central, these guys are characters in our lives. They, they play a major role and we don't have much information about them and what the dangers and threats are of being in that type of lifestyle. So I think growing up before I even knew about gangs and as I grew up I, get, I got to know about gangs and that's when I basically learned about how the underworld actually operated. But you know when you're a crook, you don't tell people you're a crook. That's very, very true. For me, I walked away from that lifestyle in like 2004-2005. I'm not very proud about what happened in the past, but at the same time it was a learning curve for me. It was destiny for me to associate with these guys and these characters and at the same time learn about their lifestyle. And I, because I was living their lifestyle, I kind of I got like deep into what really goes on and how and why things actually happen. A lot of people see things on the streets, but they don't realize why these things actually transpired. Now, social media has also unearthed a lot of, well, let's say in layman's terms, cardboard gangsters. This, in a sense, glorifies gangsterism. What do you think about that? Well, it's a sign of, of how they say goodbye to their fallen soldiers. If you're part of that organization or if you're part of that group and, and that's how they say goodbye to you, then I think maybe it should be respected and also allowed at the same time. But a lot of people don't have the knowledge about why this is happening and why it's transparent. So they're just coming out and saying this and saying that, but they don't know why these actions are being transformed. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the Kings of Durban is information and knowledge to educate people and the youngsters about what really goes on and why these types of actions actually occur. So tell us about the Kings of Durban. What secrets are in here? We basically uncover from 1860 to 1960, I'll say, 100 years of our South African contribution to Durban. Not just the underworld and gangsterism, there's also the politics, the business. You've got characters like Detective uh, Vasa Pillay, who was the first Indian detective. You've got Mr. Aye Khan, who was Post, a top crime journalist. You have like, guys like Monty Naika, Ibrahim Mullah. All the contributions that the Indians have basically put together in the liberation movement for our country. And at the same time, you're following it through the underworld, you know, what because the underworld was huge at that time. In, in the 1950s, there was the huge three-and-a-half-year gang war, three-corner gang war that transpired. And in this book, it actually uncovers and unearths what and how did that happen. Give us a bit of a taste. I know you were telling me a story about the Crimson League. Well, the Crimson League were the most respected bunch from, from the rest of them. They had codes of ethics, and I, I still don't call them gangsters or refer to them as gangsters. They were business people, and they had an objective to look after and take care of the community. So they weren't out there extorting from the people. They were more there look after the people. But at the same time, you know, 
being a Gujarati and a Muslim in, in a place where it was apartheid, so you don't have a lot of protection on your side as a businessman. So therefore, these guys came out, they formed the Big Five, and they were actually there to protect the business people of the Durban Central. So this was after 1949 riots? Yeah, it actually, the 1949 riot is what actually contributed for the Kunza League and the Big Five to be formed. There was the Patan Mafia that was in here from India, extorting from business people, and they had to basically organize themselves to fight fight back and actually free them. But what happened was after after that was done, it should, it's supposed to be, okay, our job is done, it's all over. But the people and the business people and the community of Durban actually said, no, we'll pay you guys for protection. So it wasn't extortion back then, it was protection. And there was a difference between extortion and protection that I think in the book it actually uncovers quite well. So the book is here now. When do we expect the movie? The movie, we are in the screenplay stages because we perfectionists and we're trying to get everything done as professional as possible and at the same time keeping it current and you know hard hitting there's definitely going to be a movie you did mention a part about bb salat can i audition for that hell yeah you'll be a great bb salat <laughs> that was author of the kings of durban deepak pandey tune in next week for the tale of the rise and fall of the salat brothers only on newsbreak legends on lotus fm started in durban ended in infamy Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.